Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right. We always bring the best of the best. We got another special guest. And what's interesting is we were just talking the other day and I was like, it's been too long. I need to interview you. And then all of a sudden memories popped up and what was it, Brian? It had been four years or five years since our last interview. I don't even know. It's been a while. It was something like that. And it's crazy how fast time passes by. But for me, one of the greatest parts about this profession is when your mentors get to become your friends and you get to learn from each other. So this legend is a legend of legends. He's a four-time author, if, if I got that right, because I've read four of his books. So if he has a fifth book, you better he better he better tell me about that or I'm going to be like, you know, what's going on? He's probably working on one. Building an Empire is his most known book. If you ever look on Amazon, it's it's almost always top 10, no matter what new book, no matter what flash in the pan comes out. It just stands the test of time. He's made over $20 million in network marketing, and he has over 400,000 associates. And I think he's one of the world's best recruiters and examples of somebody that just is like consistent, sets his schedule, makes it happen. I even asked him, hey, can we do a podcast on Friday? And he's like, no, I don't don't work Fridays. I haven't worked Fridays for a long, long time. All right, fine. Let's figure out a day that works. So Brian, we're, we're going to just go through this, man, like rapid fire. Um, as I was starting to write down questions and think of, of different things, I, I truly feel like you're one of the best recruiters. Maybe you can tell people what your number is, because I, if I remember correctly, you used to know or have an idea of how many people you had sponsored. But I'd love to know, and I know there's secret is like a fascinating work to really know are, are no secrets, maybe insights to your top tips or strategies for sponsoring and recruiting. Let's hear from the best of the best. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, and, and since we last talked, uh, you can add another five mil on top of my uh, what my career earnings. So things uh, obviously continue to go. Uh, but look, I mean, um, yeah, so I, I've, I've probably recruited about uh, a little over 1,700. And I'll probably, I recruited over 1,700 people wow. myself, um, which to some is a huge number. And to others that are living in the world we're living in today, that are massive social media influencers that have a million people that follow them, you know, certainly there's people that have done bigger numbers. Um, but I put them in a different category because they're not human. Uh, they, they, they're, they're, they're influencers. They're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not one of us. I basically have done mine one at a time, uh, not by, you know, you, social media standards that we, that we know today. So, you know, I think, you know, I, I built my business uh, the way my mentors 20 some years ago taught. It's a warm market business, friends, family, neighbors, relatives, and so forth. And then after you've gone through your warm market a few times over, you still circle back to them over time, but then you learn some co-market strategies, hmm. you, know, how, what, you know, how to find people and how to pique their interest. And uh, again, maybe you make them a friend first, and then you make them a prospect for your business. And all that can be done in a very condensed period of time. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, talking to somebody at, at a gas pump and paying them a compliment and striking up a conversation because they're a captive audience for two minutes like you are, uh, or it's talking to somebody at, a, at, a, at an airport or at a restaurant, or nowadays you could just go on Facebook and just follow your passion. I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big uh, card collector. So the sports cards, baseball, football cards and stuff like that. And so I can go into 
sports card collectors groups on Facebook, and there's thousands of them. And I can get in there and I can talk to people passionately about my passion. And it's not, it doesn't feel like work. And I can make some new friends. And guess what? In the near future, I will find a way to bring up my business opportunity because maybe they could use a way to supplement their income to fund being able to buy some of the cards they've been, they've got on their wish list. So there's all kinds of ways that yeah. you can always be adding people to your list. Well, like, I mean, right there, you answered a lot of questions without even answering directly. All the time people are like, I don't want to fake chit chat. He just talked about finding something he's passionate about. So something you can have a real conversation. He'd be interested in talking to these people anyways, regardless if they join his business or not. And I think that's key. And then the second thing I laugh at when people are like, don't, don't you feel guilty that you have a hidden agenda? You mean hidden agenda if it's a win-win and I can help someone have some time freedom and some financial freedom and some incredible products or services? You mean like that kind of hidden agenda? And so it's just the limiting beliefs that many of us go through, right, as, as we're building this business. So Yeah, and there's also something else to peel back on that. I mean, Yes, I understand where they're coming from. If they're just trying to crank through a game of numbers and expose more and more and more people to their business opportunity, then they might feel, you know, I'm I'm proud of them for feeling that sense of not being congruent because maybe they're trying to manipulate someone uh, to try to get to the opportunity pitch. But I would I would submit to those people uh, to think about, hey, look, do you care about people? I mean, would you if you're looking at a prospect and you want to strike up a conversation? How about look at them first as, hey, what, how about I befriend this person? How Maybe this person might be a, a valuable new friend in my life. So make them a friend first. And then you can, because you have to stop selling, start solving, or stop recruiting, start solving. How are you going to know what somebody's hot buttons are or the problems in their life that your product or opportunity can solve? How would you know those things if you haven't befriended them and had a conversation to get to know them a little bit first? So I call it a slow down to speed up, slow down, make a friend, find out about them. And then again, whoever solves the biggest problems for the most people in this world, make the most money. You want to learn how to solve somebody's problems. You can't do it unless they told you what their problems are. And they're not going to tell you until they can trust you and they have a conversation flowing with you. Be a networker first and a network marketer second. And that's what he's talking about. It's like, just be a good human being. Like people overthink it all the time. And yeah, they may or may not join you. They may help you with something else. They may join you later. They may never join you, but it's, that's why I love this profession because I always tell everyone I'm a better father, husband, leader, neighbor, person, human being because of this profession. Cause I started and it was like the, the weaknesses I was looking in the mirror and I was like, Oh, they're so big. Right. And uh, it constantly pushes me as we go. So another question I asked is, if I wanted to rank up in the next 30 days, so if someone asked you this, if I wanted to rank up in the next 30 days, what are some of the things that you would say that they should do? I always teach successful people just do the basics better, right? And we forget about those things. So if you were like right now, you had to, you know, you were stuck at a rank and you wanted to rank advance, or you're teaching a team member and you were laying it out for them, what are some of the things that you would lay out for them? No, oh, first of all, decide. I mean, I, I, sometimes people put the cart before the horse. They start talk, talking to themselves or asking the questions, what do I need to do? Mm. I would say, well, what is it you're trying to do? You want to you hit that rank, whatever X rank is, make the decision right now, I'm getting it done. And the word decide sounds like suicide, homicide, pesticide. Aside, it means to kill something. So kill the alternative. At the end of this month, I will be at this rank. This is the rank I'm going to go get. 
and I'm killing the alternative. There is no failure. I'm going to get it done. Okay, now that I've made the decision, now what do I do? Okay, which is what your question is. And that, that comes down to, you know, what are the fundamentals? You know, you, you have to put your information in front of how many people. I mean, you, um, you know the metrics that it's going to take. At least you know the results that you need for that rank. Then reverse engineer it. So if you've got to do, let's just call it, you know, three thousand dollars in personal sales volume. I don't know what the rank is, but let's just call it that. Yeah. So three thousand dollars in sales, and let's say you're getting a hundred dollars per customer. That's thirty customers. And if that needs to come from you, uh, or if it needs to come from your team, if it's coming all from you, you're going to have to figure out what it's going to take to go out there and make a sale a day. If it has to come from your team, then it's a matter of, okay, how can I run some incentives with my team members to say, hey, uh, whoever can go out and get three customers by a certain date uh, will get X, Y, or Z. Uh, it could be some kind of a cool reward or inclusion in something or whatever. So again, it comes down to, um, is it personal production that's going to be driving it or is it going to be also including the efforts of other people? If it's all about you, that you can control the yeah. most. Uh, but unfortunately, a lot of times people have contr uh, trouble controlling or I guess you should say self-discipline. Uh, if you need a sale a day, and by the way, I'm not saying that that's hard or easy to do depending on your business and what value that you've got. I mean, you've got something that's easy to sell. Maybe you can go out and make a sale a day. What does that look like? How many people are you going to need to talk to to get them to agree to see some sort of a presentation, a video, a Zoom that you do, whatever? And then how many people that see the presentation are you actually converting and closing? So if you need to get 10 people invited to get three to watch and out of every three, one signs up, now you can just do the math and figure out how many people you need to talk to a day. Break that down and don't spend time with See, so many people, you know, they're not getting where they want to go immediately. Like if they got a 30-day journey, a 30-day window, they're going to go out and run it for this rank. And three days in, they're not really getting it done. Now they're just recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. Just stop overthinking. You know, Art Williams, uh, you know, has a quote. He has a, uh, written a book about it. It's called, all you can do is all you can do, and all you can do is enough. So give it all you've got. Don't stress. Don't get discouraged. You know, in golf, I golf all the time. And in golf, I could, I could have a par three hole, and I wind up getting a six. That's enough to ruin somebody's day if you let it. But guess what? When you play around round of golf, you're playing 18 individual games. Each hole is a new hole. So I get a six on a par three like I did on Friday. Well, guess what? The next hole, I got a four on a four. So I got a par. I didn't let it wreck me. So don't let a down day where you get a bunch of no's or people are rude to you or something came up and you just got completely sidetracked. Don't let it wreck you. Just go do all you can do the next day. And if, if you give it all you've got every single day, you're either going to hit your goal or you're not. But if you don't hit your goal, you did all you could do. Be proud of that. Maybe you set a goal that was too high. Or maybe you just had a month that was not your best. Uh, I've had many, many months or many, many days or many, many seasons where I was in a rut. I mean, I've, I've had a complete, I, I, my first 10 years, I recruited 10 people a month, personally, 10 years straight, 10, 10 a month on average. Uh, and well, at least 10, some, some months I even had 20. Um, I've had months uh, along the way since then where I had one or two recruits a month. I, I was still working pretty focused, not as much, mm -hmm. but but I, I've had I've had times where like weeks go by and like nobody's signing up, nobody's signing up, nobody, nobody. Don't question yourself. You know what you're about. You know you've got a great company, great product, great comp plan. You already know that. Everybody else in your company's already proved it. So it's a matter of just giving yourself some grace. Know your heart is everything. 
if you have a heart for helping people to win and to solve problems and make their lives better, time promotes or exposes everybody. Time will promote you. Just keep on at it. I love that. That's so powerful. And it's interesting. It's the perspective because, you know, you could have Joe Schmo on your team or Sally and they are saying the exact same thing, doing the same thing. And they reach out to 15 people. No one signs up. Oh, I suck. I'm awful. I can't do this business. Should I quit? Should I not quit? I don't want to say anything. And then they go and do the exact same thing another month and they send up five people. Oh my goodness. I'm on fire. I'm in momentum. I'm crushing this. Right. And it's crazy. The exact same thing. Let's just say no increase in skill set, no change in verbiage, nothing can have different results at different times. I go through, I got Kobe Bryant right back here, by the way, it's a brand new edition. If you remember the old school calendar, this is the first day. So we're, we're introducing it with you. Um, but I got this uh, Kobe Bryant, my favorite athlete of, of all time. And I remember when he was during a slump in his last great year before his Achilles got hurt. And he shot something like three of 27 from three point land. Like his percentage was, it was right around 10%, 11%, 12%, which if he's below 30, that's really bad. And um, so this is abysmal. And the reporter says to him, Kobe, what are you going to do to get out of your slump? And no one noticed this. There was no report or anything. I was just watching live and saw it. Kobe gives him the little death stare that Kobe gives. And Kobe says, what slump? The ball just hasn't gone in. And I thought, wow, like this dude just got it. And you hear Brian, the legend Carruthers here, and emotionally, he just understands it. Like he's not getting like too high or too low. And and I know for me, it was like that at the beginning, too high, too low, too high, too low. And then I got a little better and a little better where my highs and lows weren't as high or as low because I had gained perspective. So when you look at that, I mean, I know sometimes people ask me a question on the spot and I could answer the question like 10 different ways, right? Depending on the day and what I was reading, what I was thinking. But if you were to say why most network marketers fail, what would you say is the reason or are the reasons? Well, that's a great question. And let me also, by the way, say um, after 24 years next week of being uh, in this business full time, same company for 24 years, I still have the highs and lows. I still have times where I feel like no, nobody can touch me. And I still have times where I feel like what in the world? I must have lost my touch. Uh, I still go through that. The Do highs, they happen? My question would be is, are they as high or as That's low? what I was going to say. They, you know, the highs, I don't let yeah. myself get all too big willy on they myself. They probably don't also, happen as often, right? As well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, if, I will say uh, as, as long as I have continued to stay as actively doing mm. what I do, um, they do come as often. Um, I, you know, every day is either a high or a low. It's, it's rarely like exactly spot on pinpoint on the equilibrium. I either have a good day or a bad day. It's really rarely just a, a, a no speak day. So, but, but the, like you said, the, the highs, I don't let myself get all, all big on myself and the lows. I don't, you know, uh, I don't get really, I don't let it go too, too long. I mean, I've, yeah. I've had things that, de- that devastated me years ago. I had people that left my team, went to another company and took a whole bunch of people with them. I mean, that was like a few years to really get over that. And some of them I've, I've actually become friends with again after all the dust settled and just all the feelings subsided and all that. Um, in, in recent times when something like that happened, uh, my, my perspective has allowed me to say, hey, look, you know, this is, it's just going to happen. 
Uh, I, I can have the, the most incredible company. We still have the same incredible company. I still have an incredible team and support system. And I'm, I'm still the incredible me. All the other stuff is all incredible. It's just that, you know, it just is what it is. Um, you know. No, that's such great perspective because I think it just brings the human element of no matter how much better you get, you're still going to have those. You may have less and they may not be as long, but sure. I mean, I remember I woke up, it was probably like two months ago and I said it to my wife. I'm like, I don't feel like doing anything at all. And it lasted for like a couple of days. And I'm like, geez, like, you know, I know there's a lot of people that feel like this often. I don't feel like it as often, but I had to get into action to get myself out of it. Right. Because it's like, it's easy to get stuck, but I, I knew how to respond, receive it, right. Feel it and then respond and, and get out of it. Well, COVID has done that number on almost everybody that I know uh, in and outside of our industry. Yep. Uh, I think COVID has caused a lot of people for various reasons, being people being cocooned in their homes and masking up and not being social and the government sending out free money. I think people have gotten lazier. They've gotten, I think some people got dumber, just being real. Um, yeah. they, you know, and I think that um, uh, there are a lot of people that are stuck. Uh, they, they had this this forced pause in their life and they started overthinking things like, do I really like what I do? Am I really fulfilled? Do I want to do something different now? And and now they're like at a crossroads with like 18 different paths to choose from. And, and they see their friends making different decisions and they're, they're trying to. So everybody's second guessing. Everybody got lazy. Um, you know, there's a lot of entitlement that's now rampant all over the place. So a lot of stuff is going on in people's heads. So if you're watching this right now and you've got a little bit of that going on, it's not just you. You don't need to go get a medication from a psychiatrist to get uh, this under control. Well, let me rephrase that. I, I don't believe in medications, but it would not hurt to talk to somebody who is a health expert, uh, a, a psychiatrist, because I, I even I was joking, but not joking. Uh, with the CEO uh, of network marketing company, I said, you, you might be uh, spending good money to get an in-house psychiatrist because you can teach people how to sell, how to recruit, how to market, how to be a team leader and all that. But most people are not educated and, and trained on how to help people through their mental problems. There's so many that are that are affecting people right now. So I would simply say, just uh, accept the fact that you've got that it's real, like you're not the only one. And then what you just said, Rob, you've got to exp- you can't just climb out of the mud. If you're in a mud pit, you're not going to slowly climb out. You're going to it's going to make you sink deeper. You got to explode out of it. So I would I would make a decision that I'm going to get congruent. I'm going to get into a feeling of I'm actually out there kicking butt and taking names. And how do you do that? I like to say that you plan your day the night before. So make a decision like uh, I'm going to go on a 30 day run, a seven day run, a one day run or whatever. So let, let's say let's say that that's where you're at right now. You're like, all right, okay, I'm going to make my plans today and tonight, and tomorrow I'm going to go kick butt with this business. Or if you're part time, you're not going to get a lot done in one day because you might only have an hour. So for the next seven days, I've got seven hours spread out over the next seven days consistently. I'm going to go out there and explode out of the mud. I'm going to dedicate a couple hours every evening, time blocked. Family knows not to bother me. I've got their buy-in. They know why I'm doing it. I've got to get my good myself in a good headspace. I need to start getting progress and profit coming into the household. So they're giving me my space and plan it out. Here's who I'm going to call Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You just plan it out and then crush it and give it everything. Drink your energy energy drink, whatever healthy choice of that you can. I'll put on some 
pumping music, whatever that, whatever gets your blood pumping, do some jumping jacks or like Tony Robbins backstage when I've been hanging out with him before. He's got a little, a uh, little, a uh, little um, yeah. trampoline and just yeah. bounce around for a couple minutes, get your blood and just crush it for seven days. You explode, you get some results. And now you're like, Oh my God, I miss this feeling. You can go, you can go recreate it again like that. That's amazing. It's again, successful people just do the basics better and, that's why I always say PD can either be personal development or procrastination development. You decide which one it's going to be for you. Brian, where is the best place for people to find? I know you offer free stuff. I know you offer online courses. Sometimes you're going through stuff. I know you got all your books. Where's the best place people can find all of your stuff? Uh, well, they can go to briancruthers.com and, and all my stuff is there, my blog and different stuff I've put out there for everybody to consume and, and learn from and use and so forth. Uh, one thing I would suggest, um, you know, cause if, if people, if people have asked um, if you can pinpoint like one um, philosophy or methodology in your business for the last 24 years that you've employed that has had the biggest impact. And I learned this from one of my biggest mentors all the way back in the beginning, you know, the whole two exposures a day, getting two people a day, to take a look at your information, getting two people to see a presentation a day can make you millions. And, and most people, they don't get that. So I wrote a little, I don't even know, eight, 10 page ebook. Yeah. If you go to briancarothers.com forward slash ebook, you can just go grab a download of it and read that book. Right? It, it's in one sitting, it's 10 minute, 10 minute read. You will get convinced why it works, the psychology behind it, why you getting two people a day to check out the information and how that will foster and breed duplication in your organization. Because if you're sitting there going, my team's not doing anything uh, or, or they stopped doing things. Uh, well, I, I guarantee you, I know exactly what you did. Um, and one of the main things is that you talked about how much work you were doing. And 99 out of 100 people on your team, or 99% of the people that were on your team, if you don't have the numbers to have 99 out of 100 yet, uh, they're like, I, I, I can't devote that kind of time and energy. That they're, they're, you know, when I got people on my team once in a while, they're like, I made 50 phone calls a day. I'm like, Shh, stop talking about that. Your team needs to know that you did two calls today because they can see themselves do it. If they hear you talking about 50 and you're still not getting the results that they want to get, they're like, look how hard they're working and they're not even achieving it. Well, they just started doing 50, okay? They don't know the whole context of that of that yeah. comment. So we've got to make sure that you just keep everybody talking about the same simple thing that 100% of the team members can do. That little ebook will help you to craft the, the, the understanding around it and how to teach that to your organization so you truly can get them to duplicate over and over again. So smart, so simple. I got to ask one last really important question. What's the favorite sports card that you own? Uh, I, I must say that it's, it's probably not one you, anybody would expect. Uh, it's not the typical baseball, football, or basketball. It, it's, I, I was sitting there, uh, Tiger Woods, 2001, upper deck is where his rookie cards are, are found. And I was buying boxes after boxes after boxes uh, at like $45, $50 a box. Now they sell for about 100 a quarter. But about a year and a half ago, I was buying a ton of them because I wanted to get a bunch of his rookies and, and sit on them and, and as an investment. And I was opening packs, opening packs in my master bedroom couch, watching TV. And all of a sudden, boom, it was like the the, the lights from heaven shine down. With jackpot. It was a Tiger Woods authentic autographed rookie card. It's probably worth maybe about eight grand or something like that. But it was a random, a rare insert in one of the packs. And 
And, uh, you know, there's plenty of cards out there that are selling for over a million dollars a piece. But this one, I pulled it on my couch in my home and I love Tiger Woods. He's one of the best athletes of all time. And, you know, and, and by the way, for us that are network marketers, there's so many parallels that we can draw um, from with regards to um, any successful athlete or a goat of any sport, whether it be Tom Brady, uh, whether it be Tiger Woods. I mean, Tom Brady. I mean, people say, Brian, why, why don't you retire? You've, you've earned $25 million, You've invested it well. You're worth even more than that. Why? I don't do it for the money. I think Tom Brady's playing football because he yeah. spent all his money. He loves what he does so much. It's a part of it. It's, it's, a, it's just a, it draws him in. It, when you allow yourself to be drawn in by this amazing business model and this amazing environment and culture that we get to be a part of in our network marketing business, when it becomes your calling, you know, my business became my calling. So, you know, look at, look at Tiger Woods. I mean, he, he's, he's the greatest. He could yeah. say it's a tie between him and, you know, him and Jack Nicholas. But at the end of the day, he, he lifted up an entire sport worldwide. Everybody on any corner of the globe, they all know who Tiger Woods is. And, you know, he could have retired. Uh, he, and he's, he's now he's playing again. Even though he's limping and, and almost died in a car crash, he's still playing again. But here's what's really cool. You want to talk about duplication? Go go Google Tiger Woods and his son Charlie playing last year in a golf tournament. So cool Watch to see. Watch the mannerisms. I mean, Charlie looks like him, talks like him, flicks his ball and his, uh, his ball marker like him. He does his fist pump like him. I mean, he stares the ball into the hole like him. I mean, look, become a mentor worthy of modeling and you will find that people will copy you and you will develop leaders under you and you will become a legend in this industry. Wow. Powerful. I love it. Now it's about the legacy. We start out, it's learning. It's, and then eventually, right. We start making our money back. We transition to lifestyle and eventually you got to have something bigger than the lifestyle because enough is enough and more. It doesn't really affect your lifestyle that much. It's more, it's a little more fun and nice and convenient, but you get to the point of diminishing return and it does become about legacy. It's hard to understand that until you get there. That's okay. We're here to provide and shed perspective on all different journeys for each and every single one of you. So Brian, I appreciate you for coming on. So last notice, late notice, my man, and making time to do this. Uh, We'll do it again. It won't be four or five years from now. It'll be four then. Sounds good, man. I appreciate all you're doing to help so many people out there. I mean, it's, it's great uh, to be friends with people that I that you just know uh, their heart's in the right place. They want to see people win. And that's why, Rob, you've been elevated. That's why people, um, you know, get around you and they pay good money to get around you um, because that is that is good money. Uh, and that's, 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 that's wise investment. You know, you, you have to invest in your personal development. You have to invest in your, you know, there's no stock. There's no baseball card. There's no home. There's no investment that is greater than investing in you. So anybody that's following Rob and gets one of his courses, goes to one of his masterminds, you know, anything that you can do to get around the right information being delivered by somebody of character and integrity and wants to see you win, uh, it's really smart of you. Well, thank you. Coming from you, I really, really appreciate that. And we'll just keep elevating this industry and making it happen. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash 
that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to the podcast is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.